Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And this is Pastor Lionel again. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, with nothing but the whole truth. I mean, nothing but the whole truth. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, I want to uh, I want to get some people on the line here. So uh, I'm going to go into a little break so I can uh, uh, get some people on the line. All right. Stand by one. Yes. All right. This is the whole nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we're live once again from Atlanta, Georgia, and and I have my sister Catherine on the line, and I mean we we're we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. I, I you know I, I I I would like for you to you know take a take a little time and just and just walk us through uh, the events that cross your mind you know, over the last couple of weeks. I mean, just take your time and just, you know, walk over the events that happened, you know, this this couple of weeks and what you think about it. Oh, wow. Um, I guess, this, I mean, a, a lot of things have happened over the weeks, um, especially dealing with black America. Um, I'm not going to make this a long, drawn-out um, <laughs> information, but... When George Floyd was killed, the whole of the world stood up. Okay, this was for George Floyd, the the, the brother that was killed in um, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and Black Lives Matter, which is the thing that's that's really heavy on my mind right now, because we as Black people should not be following anything that has to do with Black Lives Matter. We should be following a Black liberation movement okay so anyway getting back to the to the uh, black lives matter movement so now black people got out there and started following behind a slogan you know that represented black lives matter okay yeah sure and then there was all lives matter and then there was blue lives matter and now there's indian lives matter everybody lives matter 
So that lets us know that we're following the wrong um, movement. We should be following a black liberation movement, BLM, Black Liberation Movement. We have always had that slogan. Black Lives Matter is just what I consider to be um, something to cointel, <laughs> you know, because there's too many hands involved in this movement. And this movement is not for us black people, people that consider themselves African Americans. This movement is not for us because at the end of the day, what are we actually demanding out of it? I haven't heard of any demands uh, from black people um, about the demands of when this is this protest is over because it has to be over one day. You know, it has to be over. So at the end of the day, what are we trying to achieve? We can't achieve anything with Black Lives Matter because, for one, black is dead in law. And I'm not going to get into that part of it either, but black is dead in law. That means that if black people go to court and you're black, I mean, that's why you're receiving so many uh, times sentences than other, you know, groups of people because you're dead in law, and that falls under the amendments, the 14th and the 15th Amendment, which didn't do anything for us again. So nevertheless, the movement that's going on out there now is not a movement for black people because we're not trying to overthrow a government. We're not trying to do that. We're trying to live within a system where we have equal rights as human beings. It doesn't matter to us who's in the White House. As long as that person is following the laws of the universe, the laws of the land, okay? So that alone lets us know that that is not our movement. But we're getting caught up in the, in the things that they're doing, and our people, if you look at the news, are the ones that's being captured and going to jail for looting, for this, for that, for this. You know what I'm saying? But looting to me is spoils of war. Well. Well, what happened to what happened to all the white people that I saw busting out windows and carrying stuff out the store? I don't see any of them getting arrested. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, that's because white is 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 attached to land. Black people, we are not attached to this land, so we don't have no laws of the land because we're not attached to this land. We can only get what they give us, it's, as you can see, that as what they're doing. White people are attached to this land, so they have rights. <laughs> so they're not bothered as much as we are, I mean, as you can see. You know, and then they're arresting all these police officers and defunding this and defunding that. You know, to me, you know, that's just something that makes our life more complicated because when you take the police – even though some of them are good or some of them are bad or whatever, when you call 911, they're there, okay? Now, you don't defund these police departments. Now, when you call 911, you might have to wait 30, 40 minutes for a police officer to get to you. It depends on where you come. If you defund the police, who's gonna, you dial 911, who's going to come? Well, let me I mean, tell you what happened in Minnesota. In Minnesota... They have they have abolished their police department, not defunded, abolished their police department. So they're putting this radical group, well, I'm going to say radical, I'm going to say militant group by the name of, and, and, um, and Black Lives Movement are going to be the, and, and the Muslims, of course, uh, they have went to Shahara Law in the state of Minnesota. 
Look it up. Don't believe me. Look it up. They are. They have went to the law of Sahara. That is a Muslim law. So the state of Minnesota, Missouri, not Missouri, I'm sorry, Minnesota, is under Sahara law because they have abolished their police department and have made Antifa and um, Black Lives Matter groups over their defense in the state of um, Minnesota. <laughs> that don't make any sense. Okay, so they sent people to a police academy. They sent people to get police training. Have they? Do they? Do are they operating under the statutes of the law of the state of that state of that city, the city ordinances? Are they? You know what? What? What are they basing this on? Huh? I wish I had that answer for you. But in this amount of time, I'm going to have to say no, even if it, maybe this has been put in place since 2017. I don't know, because I've studied some things where this whole situation as far as defunding police dates back, you know, a couple of years. So I don't know if this is another pandemic or not, but um, mm-hmm. I don't have the answers of how they are, how they are going to be able to just pick up where the police department went off. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, I got my grandbaby walking with me. But, mm-hmm. but the matter, the fact I'm trying to say is that black people, African Americans, whatever you want to call yourselves, if you're a child of the sun, if you're dark, then I'm saying to you, if you're out there following any type of movement that is not for black liberation, you are following the wrong group of people. And if you mm-hmm. go to a protest, and it is more of another group of people there than you, then you know that is not your movement. That is not your movement. That is their agenda, and you're just out there. It's like playing chess. (laughs) You know, you're fine. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, 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 you know, with with the the SCLC Stop the Violence and Incarceration Love Fest, you know, I made sure that that the people that were involved in that were were strictly people of color. Now, I've had a few uh, a few uh, uh, you know people from you know that were Caucasian that were there, but they were there representing mostly uh, uh, the pro life movement. You know, those that were there for uh, to stop abortion. But uh, I don't allow them to march with us out of respect. I tell them, you know, no, out of respect, you know, we're going to do this. You know, we have to do this. And, and, and you know, Malcolm X took the same, took the same approach uh, coming out. And, and, you know, people thought that he was being very arrogant, and they thought, they, they, they thought that he was speaking very violently when he said, when, he, when, they, when, when the young White people asked, could they join the movement? Could they help? He told them, no, you cannot. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, because for the simple reason is, take take this that's going on out here now. Black Lives Matter, European people, they're out there more matter than we are. How do you be more matter than we are? You're out there tearing down statues, you know, busting windows, you know, set smart fires. What's really going on? So, in other words, Malcolm X did not trust them 
to be with us because they have an agenda of their own. We don't know. Amen. That's why so many organizations are infiltrated and shut down from the inside, you know, than they are on the outside mm-hmm. because you let them in. But here's the difference. When when Malcolm X had a change of heart, it wasn't to say that they could lead us. <laughs> no, you, you're not going to lead us. You can join us. You can protest when you come up, but you're not going to lead us. You know, That's we right. have our own agenda already. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can stand back there, hold the sign, you know, and this, but don't go over there busting out no windows and setting no fires because we're not. Well, we're, we're, that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to be liberated. And liberated is not something that should cause these type of chaoses. Okay? Mm-hmm. Even though they do, you know, people are like, we're angry. We're angry. Really? Are you angry enough? And I heard somebody say, you know, we're sick and tired. You're right. You should be sick and tired because you're out there fighting physical forces and not energies. Amen. Is a energy. It is nothing physical. It is an energy. Okay. So you're sick and tired of this physical being, you know, oppressing you. But the real, the real oppression comes in their energy. They are a united force. That's why they have a sworn system. Well, I, I, you know, I would add what well, you're saying, energy. I would add, you know, this is spiritual warfare. It's a, also a spiritual warfare against principalities and powers of darkness and yeah, spiritual spirit wickedness. Spirit is energy. Mm-hmm. You know, just like Jeremiah was saying, it feels like fire shut up in his bones. That's very energy. Mm-hmm. The only time you can feel fire is through energy. That's in that's within you. But, however, what I'm saying is that Malcolm X believe, yeah, okay, you can join us but you're not going to lead us. Just like this John King guy uh, from Black Lives he's the spokesperson for Black Lives Matter. He's a white guy. Is he black or white? He's is white he man. black or white? His father is European. His father is European. He's black. He's a white man. Okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, hey, listen. You got I don't care about the stories you want to tell because you don't got caught in so many uh, untruths. Okay? So what I'm saying is he's a white man, and I'm like Malcolm X, and I don't care who don't like it. A white man cannot lead me anywhere. He can follow me because I'm going to safety, but I don't know where you're taking me. Where are you taking me? You know what I'm saying? And I know there are people out there that look like us and talk like us and walk like us, but they're not of us. I got them too. You know, those are the same ones Malcolm X called out. And these are the same ones that we need to deal with. And these are these house Negroes. That's got a house Negroes and the house Negroes. Negroes have agenda with the European um, agenda. Their agenda works with the it's European. A, it's to stay in the house. It's to be with America. Uh Their agenda works against us. That's just like that's right. You ever thought about when every time the slaves try to run to get free, at the very end of the road, there stands the white man with the gun. And you'd be like, how the hell you know I got here? Because the house nigga told him. Excuse my expression. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> okay, but no, Ryan. Uh, yeah, but that's what happens today. Same thing happened today. We are yet to deal with them. We are yet to deal with them. The European man deal with the deal with his brother accordingly. Well, well, well. Uh, that was a, that was a post that said about how China dealt with the with the with the house with the house Negro uh, mentality yeah. in China. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and they had they had all of them that were with the imperial Chinese. And all of those empathizers with them, they had them killed. But they didn't just have them killed. They had their own children put a bullet to their head. And that's that classic picture that we see of the little girl uh, oh. killing her father. Mm-hmm. So right. when they so when they start when they started their revolution, they didn't have any uh, they didn't have any of those with them. Exactly. Exactly, and you can't because that's a house divided. That is a house divided, and we have been going into battle with a house divided, and that's why we have been losing. That's why we've been losing, a house divided. You cannot do that. You cannot do that because that's just like when the Civil War started in the north side, you know, where we're losing, but if we go and get the slaves, uh, from the south and tell them if they can get here, they can join our army. We're going to free them. Yeah. Right. The same, same thing. But we need to deal with that. We can't keep going into battle with a divided house. Glory to God. You know, you know, as we, as we, as we look at the events that are unfolding right before our eyes, you know, a lot of a lot of I, I I see a lot of black people are happy because they see something happening, okay. But but as you said, where where are their demands? Where where what do they have plan to achieve out of here? They're talking about they're talking about uh, uh, changing the laws as far as the chokeholds and as far as you know uh, uh, you know revising the police force. But you know those things are already talked. In the police academy, you know, I've I've been to the I've been to the military police school. I've been to the academy where they, you know, they teach you all these things up front. You are they already know these things. They're already under those limitations. But what they're not counting is the laws that have been passed since then. Okay, you know, they declared a drug war, and 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 in that drug war, if if you're, if the law distinctly says that if they're in a high crime, high drug area because of the drug war, they're authorized to use deadly force. Most of these police that they so-called quick to arrest, they're going to get off of those charges because they're protected by, by the police bill of rights and they're protected by the law of that, 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 that gives them this immunity under the drug war, for instance. Then we had then we had a war on terrorism. Okay, so they're protected under these laws, and and these are the things that we have to look at. We have to look at the house bills that are being passed. What they're what they're what they're passing is House Bill uh, four twenty six. They're passing these house bills that's supposed to be changing the law, but what they're doing is they're watering it down, and they're still allowing this racism to go on. Right. But you know what you call that? That reform bill that's coming out, that's what you call a pacifier. Uh-huh. A pacifier is something that you give a baby when you don't want to give it milk. 
years from they just give her something to, you know, they give her the illusion. The illusion. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So that's just a pacifier. And we we, we got to understand that there is no bill that is going to be passed that is going to liberate us. Okay. There is and no you're bill. right. Because, because no since the Emancipation Proclamation, since the Emancipation Proclamation, it's been over 150 years, okay? Now, if they wanted to truly give rights of freedom to black America, to what I call Hebrew America, because that's who we are, we are the children of the living God, if they wanted to give us any any rights, they had 150 years to do it. And you think, have they done anything like that? They've given you some seats in the Congress. They've given you some seats in the, in the commissioner's office. They've given you some seats in the city council. They've given you some mayor positions. But... Have you how many how many states how many states have black black governors how many you know how many how many of us how many states have where well, we have predominance uh, I mean and and where is our forty acres of the mule where is our reparations from slavery that you promised us Well, again, the only thing that we can say when we're liberated is when we sign our own Declaration of Independence. All right now. Okay. Um, All right now. I don't know of any other people that don't have one. You know. Well, they think they've done that in the fourteenth. They think they've done that in the fourteenth, fifteenth amendment. But those amendments, you know, if we were, if we were, if we were truly citizens, then the Constitution wouldn't have to be amended for us to be those citizens or to have those rights because we're supposed to be born with those. Another pacifier. But listen, and, and I'm not going to even kick all the blame on Abraham Lincoln, because Abraham Lincoln, um, after the slave, after he decided to do this proclamation, he went and sat down the heads of the educated Negroes. That was, I think, at the time was um, Booker T. Washington or Frederick Davis or, uh, or whoever, uh, whichever ones they were. But they were the elite uh-huh. educated Negroes called them in, sat them down, and told them, listen, I have gotten land. It was in South America, not Africa. They had already did a project in Africa. It didn't work because you can't find people. Right. No, 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 no. The first one was in Liberia. The first three, three, yeah. So they had done it before. So he told them, okay, well, well, you ain't got to go all the way back to Africa. I found a place in South America. It might have been Panama. I'm not sure. It might have been Panama. Panama. All you Panama. have to do, right, mm-hmm. it's enough land for you, you people to start your own um, country, your own this, your own that, and be independent where you don't have to be up under the white man. Your, your neck ain't got to be up under the white man. That's what he said. But all you, But you have to go back and tell your people, because you're the educated ones, you know what's going to happen if they stay here. You know that they're going to be oppressed. You know that these things are going to happen because the white man ain't going to never, ever, ever, because of the physical difference of your color of your skin, would never allow you to be equal to the white man. <laughs> they don't, people don't get that. It, it, it is the color of your skin that makes you not equal, not your mind, not your brain, not your, not your heart, none of that. It's the color of your skin. That's the physical difference. Okay, so nevertheless, so he told them, go back and tell the, the slaves that 
you, you have a place to go. Once this is over, once you're free, you have a place to go. You ain't got to be here no more, blah, 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 blah. But they would not do that because they were comfortable with living in the white man's presence. They were mm. comfortable. They were comfortable with that. They had get, Listen to some of their speeches. They let you know why should we do this when we can pull ourselves up by our own bootstrap and keep on going. No, 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 no. But nevertheless, yeah. That, that, that's that's what that's that's the it's a it's another the fourteen fifteen amendment another pacifier. <laughs> civil rights, civil rights, another pacifier. Civil rights did you know people want to talk about what well, civil rights did this? Well, yeah, civil well, rights did do these things. let's talk about that because you know okay they passed the Voting Rights Act okay and they passed the Civil Rights Act well. The Koreans, the Chinese, the Iranians, the Iraqis that come over, they don't care nothing about voting. They don't care nothing about voting. But they have, but they have, but, but, but they've been given a form of reparation. You know, they've been know people like fifty thousand dollars to come to the United States. You know, to flee in their country. They're giving those people. They're giving. They're giving them. They're giving them business. They're giving them the ability to 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 own and occupy land. But they haven't did that. They haven't given us our forty acres and a mule yet. What happened to our forty acres and a mule? Well, if you look go back in history, I think it was uh, maybe in South Carolina somewhere. I think we're now um, where you call that beach out there, white. Uh, where you call that beach out there in South Carolina? Um, the beach in South Carolina. I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, that way it's a beach. It's like a floor. It's like uh, a sand beach. Nothing but water and sand. That's what water and sand. Uh-huh. Um, I, uh-huh. read, I read somewhere where they were like, okay, you know, we're gonna give y'all all of the the area here where you see, which was nothing but water and sand. And they couldn't build on. You can't build on sand. You can't do that. Uh. So when they took a look at it, they were like, "Well, we can't build anything out." You know what I'm saying? Well, what can we do with this? We don't, we 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 don't want it. I mean, well, it's not good for anything. Water and sand. What is it good for? Now that's one side of the story. That was your 40 acres in a mule, per se. That was just one story. The other story was the 40 acres in a mule were not for every black person. It was for the 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 men that served in the military that helped fight with the with the South, with the North. They were supposed to receive this. 40 acres and a mule because of their services. It wasn't meant for every and, black person. And then when the next president was elected, they did away with that completely. Yeah, because the soldiers never got anything. And you, I've seen videos uh, where soldiers were complaining about their father, their children, children were complaining, you know, that they never gave that to their father. You know, you have court, you have, you have, um, a court cases now today because of those 40 acres and a mule that was not given to the the brothers that followed in the military. Mm-hmm. And then if you sure, want to talk sure. about after the Reconstruction years, then when the Freeman Bureau came around and they was giving out all this land to black people and uh, giving them, you know, farming land and houses and plantation that the, that the uh, slave owners used to own or whatever. Man, that lasted about two years. Then you had to ride because they sent the KKK, because they sent yeah, the KKK yeah. right in to take the land from them, to kill them, burn right. them off their land. 
So the federal government at that time was in, was the parent of all ne- free Negroes. They have been our parents since slavery, since 1865. They have the federal government has been parent to the African American since slavery. All those minorities, minors, babies. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you got to understand this, this this system how it's working. That's why I'm saying the only movement that we should be in is a black liberation movement, not a black lives movement. So you're not going to get anywhere with that. So everybody, just like the Civil Rights, the Civil Rights Act, look how many of them doing the Civil Rights Act now. It was only meant for who? Us. <laughs> now you're talking about... But, but the, the women okay. got their rights, the LGBT, they got their rights. They All of them got their rights under that agenda. Right, and the same thing. We don't have. We don't. We're not getting anything out of this agenda that's going on right now. If somebody could call in and say to me, "Sister, this is what we're getting out of this movement," you can't, because it's nothing that we're getting out of. It's not even of us. It's not even something we created. Come on, they're just cultural vultures out there. White people are cultural vultures. They are taking our pain and they are making money off of it. They are pimping it. They're doing everything they can to make money. Millions and millions of dollars have been made off this, whatever they're doing, and it's all being paid to the Democratic um, Party. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And why are, black, why are black Democrats anyway when the Democrats have not done anything for black America since they've been, since they've been voting Democrats? I mean, what, 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 what benefits do we see? Because they had a leader at that time, Martin Luther King was our leader. Before King, we were Republicans. As a matter of fact, black right. black people formed the Republican Party. If you go back in history and look at the black the black Republicans, you'll see that they formed the Republican Party. Democrats um, changed under King leadership when uh, JFK was president. That's when our that's when we switched over when JFK became president. Now, because he was going to do so much for black people. He was going to do this. He was, I mean, yeah, he was going to do it. That's fine and dandy. But nevertheless, it would have been never nothing that would have liberated us, though. They'll make all these promises, but they'll stop short at our liberation. They'll say, nope, you can't do that. You can't do that because of this and that. They stop, they stop so short of our liberation. So, okay, you're liberated. Go and do what y'all want to do. Here's your here's your forty acres of mule. Here's this and here's this. There's your land over there. There's this. Y'all go and be happy. Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. So that's why we're to choose between the lesser evils. Now, when you talk about the presidential candidates, to choose between the lesser evil. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I can't even fathom what I want to say. But I ain't gonna hold your show up. No, go ahead. Go ahead because they have to be, you know, our people have to be spoon-fed this information. They can't take much at the same time. So go ahead and go ahead and explain, you know, what you're explaining because they have to they have to get little bits at a time. They have to chew on a little bit like a baby. They have to chew on a little bit at a time. So we have to educate them, but we have to educate them in small doses. Well, yeah, it's okay, but when you look at choose, if black people just got to vote, if we must vote, let's vote on an agenda, an agenda that at least meets us in the middle of the road. 
they've got to at least meet us in the middle of the road. It ain't going to be no, uh, uh, we're going to give uh, 40% and you're going to give 60 or you know, we're going to meet me in the middle of the road. Okay. This is our agenda. We don't even have an agenda. Well, we have one. Um, Dr. Carl Anderson has always been that agenda uh, person for power numbers and how to put black people 10 years doing a quantum leap. So that's what we're going to need. We're going to need a quantum leap to get to where we need to be within the next 10 years. So we don't even have that agenda on hand because nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be united because of their uh, misnomers that they have. So nevertheless, so we're going to have to vote if we must vote. Let's look at agendas that these two um, candidates have. You look at Biden's agenda, you look at Trump's agenda. No matter how you feel about each, either one of the candidates, you know, I reserve the, 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 the same mind, but what I'm saying is that you look at the agenda's candidate, then you look at the person that's delivering this agenda, how, uh, how honest they are, what have they done thus far. What have they done thus far? Now, if you've been in office, if you've been in that office around in the, in the way in the system, Congress, 20 and 30 years, and you have nothing to show for any bill or anything that you have done besides a crime bill that you wrote, and then now in what, in 1994, more black people were getting locked up because of a bill you wrote, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs> so you got to look at agenda. Mm-hmm of these two people. Look at the agendas. That's all I'm asking. If we got to vote, vote for the one that has the agenda, that's doing something, that's going to meet us halfway. You know, not leave us at the stop sign and say, I'll be back to get y'all later when we get, when we get ours. So that's what the Democrats, they go get theirs, and then they turn around and cry poor mouth and say, look what the Republicans have done to y'all. No, no, let's, you got to look at this thing and stop looking at Stop looking at um, what you call uh, personal emotions. Stop feeding in this news. Stop feeding in this and, and do your own research on these candidates that you're going out there to vote for. I wouldn't go to the poll blind, that's for sure. And I definitely wouldn't go to the poll if somebody, if it's well, so what somebody else said. I definitely wouldn't go to the polls, you know. So, you know, you you got to know your facts. It's, it's all about facts. It's not, never about truth. It's always about facts when you're voting. Well, well most, of our, most of our young people, they are refusing to vote because they, they say, what's the, you know, what's the use of voting? Why, you know, the election is already fixed. You know, they're saying that, you know, through an electoral college, you know, like what happened with, uh, with between, uh, between Donald Trump and, and uh, in this last election, you know, you know, it was based on the electoral college, not not so much as what, uh, you know, the popular vote that was given to Hillary Clinton. It was uh, the electoral votes that uh, that got him into the presidency. So most of the young people are saying, why even vote? Why even vote if you're going to be voting for the lesser of two evils? Well, the thing about why why even vote, and I'm one of those people that I was totally against voting. I was totally against voting for the same reason that these young people are. Why vote when we already know this? And and we've been voting since when y'all want to say 1964, but the black man have had his vote since the eight the late 1800s. Since the late 1800s, yes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it ain't no 1964. It was hey, black men could vote, black women, you know, us, we, uh, we was in that generation. But nevertheless, um, why vote? Why, what have we given our children to give them the initiative to go and vote? What have we given them? What have we shown them? What has the government shown them? Not only the parents. What has their government showed them? You know, so you can't well, they, I mean, they, understand they, where these they've young people them, are coming from. Well, I mean, they've shown them that uh, that they can that they can uh, you know that 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 they can be millionaires. They can run no. the football. They can they can hit the baseball. They can shoot the basketball. They can rap, they can sing, they can dance, you know, they can uh they can they can achieve they can achieve uh financial uh gains in America. Uh they can live uh, you know, in, in different places in America where they were restrained from before. They can ride they don't have to ride on the back of the bus, although most of them choose to ride on the back of the bus. They can you know, so so the so the so the, the 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 veil, the the veil of of discrimination, the veil of racism, it seems to be pulled off, but it's not. Racism is still here and very deeply rooted in America. Okay, it's deeply rooted in America because of the physical difference. You they're trying you you, you can't wipe out physical differences. You know, people say, "Well, I don't see no color." Oh, I don't see no color. You know, black is black and white is white, and I don't see. That's that's just stupid. You do see color because there's a physical difference. And when you're talking about racism, you are talking about a physical, physical difference. Nothing more than a physical difference. That's it. That's it. Think about it. It ain't that they got their brains mm-hmm. that because they know we're smarter than them. They know that much. You know. <laughs> But the problem with them is they don't want us to over them because of the physical difference. Abraham Lincoln said it. I mean, I, I want the slaves to be free, but I don't want them ruling over me or any white man. Okay, so we got to get back to Abraham the- Lincoln said. That's that's exactly what he said. And, yeah. and 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 Black America needs to know that 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 him him. Writing the Emancipation Proclamation was a political move. It wasn't necessarily his desire or what he wanted. That was that was just the best thing to do at that time, in in reference to winning this war. Exactly. The Civil War. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He wanted to stop because he got tired of fighting his brother. <laughs> he got tired of fighting his brother, who was a who was his brother. Point blank. Period. It, even after the fight was over. They still, he still turned around and paid his brother for the slaves that he lost during during um, the the the, the uh, freeing of their property. His brother and a lot of people, black people don't know. A lot of black people don't know that that they were compensated for their slaves, and then and then they passed laws. Then they passed laws, you know, that which uh, which uh, which landed them right back in which. Led to the creation of the chain gang. Yeah, we're gonna get rid of slavery, but if we like, but but the Constitution said except for if you commit a crime. So they passed these laws, these these uh, what we call them. Uh, Three uh, strike laws, uh, No, 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 no. They passed they passed the Jim Crow laws. The Jim oh, yeah. Crow laws. You got 
If you got caught crossing the street or if you got caught spitting in public, you could be arrested and put back on the okay. chain gang. So, so, so all of a sudden, uh, all these lottery, these, these lottery laws that were passed, you, you know, black people standing out on the corner trying to find a job were systematically picked up, locked up, put in jail, put on the chain gang, where they got free labor out of them working on the chain gang, working on the plantation. In the prison system today. Yeah. So yeah. So when I when I was talking about the um, um, freeing of the slaves, so when they paid their brother for their property that they lost during slavery, each slave I think was paid they paid twelve hundred dollars a slave for all adults, and I think it was three hundred for a child. Now they're giving us twelve hundred dollars a stimulus check and five hundred dollars for your child. I mean, you, you really got to pay attention to this stuff. <laughs> they love mm-hmm. to throw things right mm-hmm. in our face. They love to throw things right in our face. Okay, well, you worth $1,200. I give you that. Some maybe 1250 and 300 for your child. You know, so, you know, you just got to pay attention to this. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's a funny analogy, and it's right before our face. Right before our face. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth. This is the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. Radio broadcast. And once again, we're coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. And and I, I'm thanking my 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 beloved sister Catherine for bringing these things out plain to us, so that we can understand exactly what's going on right here. I mean, you've been duped, Black America. I mean, they've used your cause. They use your your identity, they they use police brutality, which, well, let me tell you something, every day somebody's being killed by police in this country. You know, we have so many cases of police shootings every year, and I started this campaign back in 2007 when, I, when we had an alarming amount of, of police killings, and we had an alarming amount of black-on-black killings because because of the drugs that were flooding into our community, because of the guns that were flooding into our community. And they meant for us to kill ourselves. This, you know, they did the same thing in China. They did the same thing when they tried to take over Japan. They did the same thing in other countries when they tried to take over those countries. They flooded them with drugs. They flooded them with drugs and tried to, and tried to cause a, a, a takeover from the inside out. And the same thing they did to black America, they, you know, when they saw what happened in the 60s, you know, they said, whoa, we got to stop this. And they came up with this, with this, with this project, what they call the, the, the housing project, which was a 40-year project designed to do one thing, and that was to wipe out black America. Y'all look it up yourself. Y'all look it up yourself. Look up the rat project. And find out what actually happened, because they felt like if we they could put put us in the same place at the same time that we would kill ourselves, and that it would that it would perpetually create create a, a a attitude where we would continue to do that in the future. We would continue to do that, it, and it only had to last for forty years. And after that forty years, they tore down all the projects which you've seen, and they unleashed us into society. And this was their this was the result that they was hoping to have, that we would destroy ourselves. 
Okay, so just look that up. Just take the time to research that and look up the RAT project, and you'll find out exactly what they did to black America. All right, you have any closing comments, anything you want to say? No, brother, uh, just peace out there to my brothers and sisters. You know, be vigilant. Um, don't, 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 don't just fall for what people tell you. Check it out. Look it up. Research it. Make sure you have the facts. Peace and love. Black power. All right. This is the whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast, and we're coming to you live. Once again, we're coming to you live. And we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessings.